here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.1 FM in Bombela. Thank you so much for staying with us. So this next conversation is brought to you by the Clicks Group. So the Clicks Group recognized has been recognized with a prestigious A score for climate change. Now, to tell us all about this is Bettina Engelbrecht, who's a corporate affairs director at Clicks. Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us, uh, Bettina. So there is obviously reason to celebrate having been awarded A for climate change by global non-profit organization CDP. What does this mean for, for clicks? Tomato, first of all, let me just say, you know, it's a, really a pleasure speaking to you. And uh, I believe it's quite hot where we are. And, and, and you guys got a bit of, of, of a cloud cover where you guys yes, are. We do. <laughs> yes, we do. What we are covering up, of course, at this time of COVID is, uh, our face, uh, our mouth and our nose. So, you know, just to be completely safe. Hmm. Um, I was just going to say to me, we are, we are obviously thrilled to Mello, uh, you know, by the award. Because what it means for us is that we are being honored as a leader in corporate sustainability mm-hmm. in South Africa, but not just in South Africa, globally as well. Because, of course, uh, more than 9,600 organizations globally participated in the CDP survey. Mm-hmm. It's a voluntary process that you go uh, through, and only 271 companies globally made the A-list. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that kind of equates to 2.82%. Now, I think whilst we are proud of that achievement, what we recognize is that there's still quite a lot that we all have to do, mm-hmm. uh, not just as an individual company, but most certainly within our sector, within retail uh, and also within South Africa and, of course, globally, because some of, uh, in fact, the majority of our investors are, are offshore investors. Mm. And so I think it's, it's understanding that there's such an interconnectedness, mm. uh, you know, all of us globally, um, and nothing has illustrated that more than the current pandemic that we are all going through. Mm. I mean, so I'm quite interested in understanding how the CDP actually measures this. You got an A. What methodology did they use? They use quite a detailed and independent methodology to assist participating companies, which means, you know, they allocate a score from A to D minus based on the comprehensiveness of the participating companies, cities and states, disclosure, the awareness and the management of environmental risks, as well as, you know, your ability to demonstrate what exactly are the best practices associated with environmental leadership, Mm -hmm. such as, for example, setting ambitious and meaningful targets. Now, companies that don't disclose or provide insufficient information are marked with an F. And so I think that you would agree with me that out of all of those to qualify um, and to be an awarded an A is something to be proud of. I might just perhaps also mention that uh, CDP is a global organization mm-hmm. uh, and they've been in existence for more than 20 years and, and really they lead the charge globally in terms of companies, cities and states, um, really understanding that we are at a historic crossroads and, you know, where we are facing as a world converging crises in climate, nature, the economy and public health. And that the only way to tackle that is through systemic change. And what we all do when we participate is saying that we agree um, that, you know, we've got to work together uh, in order to bring about this systemic change. So, I mean, but just by way of example, just give us a sense of the kind of things that you as Clicks adopted. 
Well, you know, we did a, a number of things, and I would have to say, you know, people in this organization are so passionate about understanding that we are really stewards for generations to come in everything that we do. And so it's trying to ensure that our footprint is as light as possible on the earth um, and that, you know, that that's the only way really for future generations to still be able to enjoy the earth. But there are a couple of things, Pimelo, that we did mm-hmm. uh, in terms of cutting emissions, mm-hmm. um, mitigating risk and developing what we call a low-carbon economy. Mm-hmm. Although we've, of course, got quite a low impact on the environment. You know, we're not a mining company, as an example, or, you know, a farming or agricultural company. But as a responsible retailer, you know, we have tried to understand what are the specific environmental and climate changes challenges Mm -hmm. that we can address by reducing our carbon footprint through more efficient energy and water usage, Mm -hmm. waste management, How do we, for example, optimize our distribution network and recycle across our supply chain? So to give you an example, you know, we are the number one company in terms of pharmaceutical distribution. Many people don't know that about us. And we literally travel millions of kilometers a year. And so, you know, it's quite understanding what are the things that we can do? How do we drive differently? Um, You know, how do we optimize our route network? So instead of going you know, crisscrossing, you know, what's the most efficient route to get to the uh, majority of our customers in terms of our distribution capability, as an example. Mm. And really in supply, for example, you know, how do we recycle across the supply chain? Now, you can't do this on your own, uh, Pimelo. You've got to do this with all of the stakeholders that are involved in your supply chain. And we really have had phenomenal support from a number of our partners within our supply chain. Mm. Does it also translate into maybe uh, procuring more locally or is that not quite there yet? That is a huge initiative um, that we've got. In fact, uh, we are working with an interministerial committee at government level, mm. you know, to understand what could we do to what is being termed localization. If you think mm. about our economy right now, one of the things that is just, so critically important is how do we create opportunities for South Africans Mm. in terms of, you know, secure jobs. But then secondly as well, how do you develop skills capability? And that can only happen because we are bringing more opportunities for us to produce goods within South Africa. And there I must say, you know, I think to the different ministries that have been involved, led and coordinated by the um, DTIC, Mm -hmm. that there is really good work um, that's coming from that interministerial committee. I want to talk about packaging. I know. (laughs) I want to talk about packaging. I mean, it drives me up the wall to to literally open a piece, you know, like whatever, a piece of fruit sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's a package over a package over a package, and it's usually plastic. And you ask yourself, there obviously is a fine balance between preserving the product and and making it also look quite appealing and pretty and all of that stuff and and making it safe. And I think sometimes wastage um, and use of materials that are really not sustainable. I fully agree with you. You know, I, I, I often say that, and, and maybe my late husband, in fact, you know, he comes from a fishing village on mm. the west. And it's understanding, you know, the impact of mm. single-use plastic mm. on our oceans and, and just on sea life and, and how incredibly important, um, you know, all of that is. And so as a company, we, of course, are 
very committed to phasing out what we call single-use plastics oh, and finding innovative, sustainable packaging solutions that minimize our carbon footprint yeah. on the planet. And like you, Pamelo, every time, you know, when I go, oh, it's just something that we all probably do now, you know, but we've got our bags in our um, sort of like oversized mm-hmm. bag that we've got, you know, in order for us to do this but also in our cars and all over. And, and I agree with you. One of the things is actually about, you know, what could we do differently as individuals? Mm. And we do recognize as a company that, you know, we've got a role to play as well. So one of the um, things I think that the retail industry as a, as a broad sector has, has really been doing phenomenal work on is around, you know, we've recognized that millions of plastic bags in terms of shopper bags and stuff, for example, um, go into the economy and how do you ensure, you know, that that's, that's no longer single-use plastic. Mm. And so, but companies have also done phenomenal work, uh, as an example, not just ourselves, but a number of other companies yeah. in terms of you know, I, I, I'm I'm quite uh, worried about what COVID has done and, and what kind of um, steps would have to be revisited because there was a time when retail was moving towards where we could bring our own packaging. That was starting to be a movement of sorts where you can bring your own packaging and your own, uh, you know, whatever bucket or whatever yeah. dish to, to, to purchase from the retailer. And obviously now with COVID, that cannot be the case. Just to what to what extent has COVID interrupted some of the, the strides you were making? I think that COVID has probably um, caused all of us to focus a whole lot more on this, Pimelo, because mm. I think that what we have all recognized, you know, it's not my problem or your problem or just, you know, our team's problem or our company's problem. We've understood that our actions, small as they might appear, has got a an everlasting impact on nature, on climate. And I think that as we've understood that, we've become very conscious, uh, I think as consumers, but also as retailers. And you'll see how these sorts of things have changed. As an example, you know, what we're now finding is that uh, there's been such a demand for, uh, example, you know, at-home deliveries. Uh, And you'll see that a whole new economy has sprung up around that. But that has also provided retailers, such as ourselves, the opportunity to once again um, really refocus on things like packaging, for example, uh, and refocus, you know, how would you go about delivering all of these. So I, I don't think that it, it, it has distracted. I think more than anything else, it's probably refocused us in understanding that we've got very limited time uh, to, to really steer, uh, I think, in a very different direction, which is, uh, more sustainable, I think, for everyone uh, on, on, on our planet. Hmm. So, so you as CLICS uh, sets annual um, reduction targets for its carbon emissions and reports to the Carbon Disclosure Project. Can you tell us more about these these measures? Yes, so um, there are a couple of things that we, you know, that, that, that we have done. So the first is to say, you know, sometimes people don't always understand this, Pimelo, is mm-hmm. that when you're a growing organization, such as, for example, ourselves, and you continue to open up new stores, what it will inevitably mean is that your energy utilization will increase because, you know, that's just what happens. You, you put down a new store, you know, you, 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 you know, you build shelves and all of those sorts of things. You know, people have to travel to the uh, store who work. And so it's understanding that as we progress our organization in terms of growing our network, what is it that we have to do to offset our carbon footprint? And so that's something that we do. One of the things, for example, 
with understanding, you know, we've got at the head office, for example, here quite a large building. And what we have done to partially offset our carbon emissions as we grow our business um, was to say, how do we reduce our energy usage? So at the head office building, as an example, we yield positive energy savings. And as an ongoing precautionary response, as an example, to, you know, in we had a huge drought um, challenge in 2018. Uh, you know, how do you uh, improve water management processes? Um, and, and, you know, how do you work with, for example, the WWF, the Worldwide Fund for Nature, in order to ensure, you know, that all of your recycling initiatives are in place? As a company, as an example, we recycle 85% of all of our waste. Wow. If we speak about SA Plastics, which is something, Pirello, that you are uh, very passionate about, and, and certainly I think all of us as well, we are one of the um, founding members of the steering committee of the SA Plastics Bank, mm. which is intended to promote a circular economy for plastics and brings about all key stakeholders, you know, you know not just business, but government and NGOs, which with a common vision to address plastic waste and pollution issues. And the PECS targets is yeah. by 2025 mm. to eliminate unnecessary and problematic plastic packaging that cannot be reused or recycled and ensure that 100% of plastic recycling is reusable, mm-hmm. recyclable, and compostable. Uh, and what we, what, what we as a SA Plastic Pack all working together are trying to achieve is an average of 30% of recycled content across all plastic packaging uh, in South Africa. I mean, that's that's quite a, a huge undertaking. 85% already is quite impressive, but that really is a huge undertaking. I mean, let's wrap it up. Um, and, 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 you know, is there anything else you would like to say perhaps to your customers? I would just like to say to all of our customers is that this is a very challenging time. We recognize this, that we are all going through. More than anything else at this time, um, we've been united in our common response to the challenge, and that has made us really understand what it means to be uh, true human beings. Um, and what I'd like to thank our customers for is the fact that you've embraced the need for all of us to ask about, you know, what does it mean for us to be sustainable? What is it that we can do individually and collectively to reduce our carbon footprint? We cannot do this on our own, Pinalo. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as individuals or as a company, our contribution will be minimal. But when we work together, then I think, you know, we can make a meaningful impact. So just thank you to the customers for embracing our initiatives with so much positivity. We know it's an ongoing journey, and mm. I thank everyone mm-hmm. for coming along on this journey with us. Let me tell you uh, my little request when you have your meeting. Yes. If you can move the ca- rewards cards to yes. something that is a bit more electronic, then we will yes. slash that plastic. We won't have to yes. use plastic. Maybe I bring my phone and scan somewhere. Maybe a thought. Just a thought. Just a thought. Now, Pamela, what that says is that we have, we've got to reach out to you because, in fact, it's, we were one of the leaders in actually pro- providing the virtual card. So mm. really download the virtual card. You can use it at the toll point, 
uh, immediately and your rewards yeah. are also available for you at the toll point. So we've got to do work um, to get you onto uh, the Kicks app. <laughs> There's a pun there, the Kicks uh, app. Please download it. <laughs> well, listen, so I've from learned something. Ears, I've from learned, your lips to my yeah, ears. You see, I've learned something today. Well, congratulations. Really, it is quite, uh, it's very impressive, um, especially um, with the kind of climate that we're in at the moment. This is definitely worth celebrating. Thank you very much for talking to us. Bettina Engelbrecht is a Corporate Affairs Director at the Clicks Group. And this interview was brought to you by the Clicks Group, recognized uh, with an A. I mean, it's quite impressive score for climate change.